Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. We're smack in the middle of the month of May. And can you believe it? We're uh, getting close to the halfway mark of 2022. It's a midterm election year. So what does that mean? Well, we're going to take a look at uh, some of the races, uh, uh, including Ohio, the GOP Nominee has been picked. It's J.D. Vance. We got we got a little bit of a uh, clip from uh, his, uh, Spicer and Company's show on Newsmax that uh, we'll have a clip from an interview with J.D. Vance as he is the GOP nominee for the Senate race in Ohio, and also we're uh, we're looking at the uh, Pennsylvania race. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, first, let me just welcome everybody here to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday, and I do want to let people know the important show. In fact, we title this show A White House in Disarray, and it is in disarray. And I told you we have J.D. Vance talking about how he's running to win the U.S. Senate seat in Ohio by pointing out everything that's going wrong with uh, the Biden administration. This White House is uh, so much in a disarray. They did a uh, poll of registered voters, and they said, are we on the right track in America? Eighty percent of voters say no. Eighty percent of registered voters say no. And that is not good news for the White House. And they could they could probably care less. Everything from baby formula uh, being on short supply because of some uh, uh, missteps by the government and, and that's under control of uh, President Biden. The same people who uh, bungled up the evacuation out of Afghanistan, now they're in charge of baby formula. They're in charge of the southern border. Oh, uh, they did have pictures of big crates of baby formula going down to the southern border for the illegal uh illegal aliens who crossed over the border. So they got a baby formula for them. But how about the hardworking taxpayers? Where's the baby formula? People having to drive around and find a baby formula. And uh, where's the Biden administration? Uh, I believe it was New York's Representative uh, Stefanik said that she asked the White House about it, and they laughed at her. Just like, uh, if you remember, our energy, uh, our Secretary of Energy, uh, she and they asked her about getting more oil and gas, and she just laughed. I mean, we got an administration that laughs at the American people when there's a problem. Uh, it's just uh, Jen Psaki, her last days as uh, the uh, White House press secretary ended last week, and 
it's time after time she told big old fibs and lies. And I'm glad that they got her off the stage. Uh, she'll make millions of dollars, I'm sure, on uh, MSNBC or some talk shows uh, because uh, she's uh, she did, did her job at the White House to lie, and now she, she'll be able to lie to the American people with MSN, MSNBC shows. So, <laughs> and, you know, say, point out some of the lies. Well, well, I'm going to let uh, Jim Jordan, Congressman Jim Jordan, do that in just a minute for a segment he did on Newsmax. And so, uh, before we do, before we jump into all what's in a disarray at the White House and this administration, Let's just look at the Russian-Ukraine war. We haven't spent a lot of time on that. You can, you can catch up on that. And it does look like the Russians, the Russian troops, and we were led to believe before this war that they were just top-notch. But there is a breakdown in the units and uh, control and command. There's been uh, war crimes happened throughout Ukraine with Russian soldiers. But... Last week, and I don't know if you saw this or not, there's a video clip. You can see uh, a drone attack. There was the, uh, a group of uh, Russians, uh, two battalions coming through. Uh, they're trying to cross a river. They put up uh, one of these uh, bridges to go over a river to get across. And it, it looked like an ambush, it just like... Ukraine, the Ukrainians just planned on them being there. Maybe they had some intelligence from the uh, Russians using open networks. I, I don't know, but you do see from the footage, it was, uh, and, and they say, you say, what's two battalions? Uh, but probably talking about uh, uh, a thousand troops, uh, somewhere in the vicinity of a thousand troops. Now, how many died? We don't know, but a hundred vehicles were were destroyed and you can go on youtube see this video and it's just like this drone was um it, it was just just knocking out tanks and some of those tanks the russian tanks were coming up where one gets knocked out the others park right by it i mean they just parking right by it to get to get um killed it didn't make any sense and i, I don't know if russian orders if some tank gets hit you're supposed to park next to it but it was just absolutely unreal how how awful the Russian army looked, and and then they were uh, they were attacked at the um, at the river where they were, you know, usually uh, military experts would say you thin people out, get them across the river as quick as you can. You don't bunch up your soldiers, your armor, uh, trucks, military vehicles, and yet that's what the Russians did, and it was just. They just got blown to smithereens, just one one shell at a time. It wasn't like a huge bomb dropping on a whole bunch of them. It's just this drone shooting, you know, just wide open targets. And uh, it's a shame in what happens in war. But I'm just telling you, the Russians have really bungled up. And I'm not I'm not complaining. I, I, I want the Ukrainians to push them out. I don't know if they'll have the firepower to push them out of the areas that the Russians are already in, in the in the uh, Russian regions that's been causing this war, and especially Crimea. But uh, we'll wait and see. But the the Russians are really. Uh, you look at that display and you think, 
who's running this Russian army? Oh, it's Vladimir Putin. I should have known. But let's go back. Uh, we're talking about the White House and the disarray. And uh, let's, let's listen to Jim Jordan here on Newsmax and uh, take a listen to what he had to say. Joining us now is Ohio Congressman and ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee, Jim Jordan. Congressman, welcome. We're so glad to have you with us tonight. Good to be with you. Hey, yeah, so I have you. to ask you, just, despite this, the actual uh, photographic proof of crack pipes the Free Beacon has, the White House uh, still is denying the story. Listen to this. This policy does not allow for crack pipes to be included. I would just note that this is a bit of a conspiracy theory that's been spread out there. It's not accurate. I told you I'd give you an example of uh, uh, Ms. Saki uh, lying to the American people. Here she is talking about a conspiracy theory. And uh, I bet, you know, she's lied to us from the White House podium. You better believe she'll probably lie to us through MSNBC. What, what would Comcast, why, why don't some of the shareholders in Comcast say, pull the plug on this uh, misinformation? As the government's trying to get a uh, misinformation unit, Ministry of Truth, we talked about that last week. Well, why don't they just get rid of MSNBC? It's all so much misinformation, molded and mangled truth to squeeze out some kind of left-wing variation of what they believe in, like a religion. Okay, I'll be quiet. Let's go ahead and let's, let's let uh, Jim Jordan continue. Okay, so, I mean, to be fair, it's not clear yet which organizations are going to receive these grants. The administration uh, is not going to announce those recipients until May 15th. But, I mean, it's, it's embarrassing at this point, right? I mean, calling it a conspiracy theory, it seems like that these woke priorities that they have are interfering with their ability to respond to real issues uh, that are facing real Americans, like feeding the nation's babies. What say you, Congressman? No, exactly. Maybe Nina Jankowitz over at the Disinformation Governance Board is going to weigh in and say, oh, yeah, something that you and I already know, which is the biggest purveyor of disinformation is the government. Uh, but, you know, Jin Psaki says what she's going to say. Yeah, Americans are so fed up with everything the Biden administration does because everything they do has turned out to be terrible. Everything costs more. Rent costs more. Clothes costs more. Gas costs more, certainly. Energy prices are up. Uh, everything costs more. And if you can get it, it's going to cost more, but some things you can't get, like baby formula, uh, even though it looks like they're giving it to illegal immigrants and uh, while Americans uh, are running short. So this is just symptomatic of the Biden administration. Like I said, uh, everything is worse off. And, and with the baby formula issue, uh, you're exactly right. This would not happen un in a Trump administration. And frankly, if it did, they'd be on it like that and have a solution and a fix for the concern for the problem but not Joe Biden. Well, let me ask you, Congressman, uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki commented on the White House supposed plan, I don't know what they're doing over there, to fight this baby formula shortage. Let's take a listen. President Biden has directed the administration to work urgently to ensure that infant formula is safe and available for families across the country during the Abbott Nutrition Voluntary Recall. This has been this is work that's been underway for months. Jen Psaki lied to the American people again from the pulpit of the White House. Underway for months. Let me tell you something. I'm on these mommy blogs, Congressman. The moms are freaking out. How could this have gotten yeah, so out of and control? And why has the White House ignored this issue for too long? 
because they, 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 again, they mess up everything. You know, we, we had Secretary Mayorkas in just two weeks ago testifying in front of our committee, and he said that they're executing their plan, that the border is secure. No one, no rational person believes that. No one believes when Joe Biden says, oh, I've been working on this, this, this baby formula problem. No one believes him there. No one believed him when he said, oh, inflation is transitory. It's only going to be here a little while, and, and if we spend two trillion more dollars, it will help inflation. Again, no one with common sense believes the things they say and we can see how bad things are. So they can say all they want. We know the facts and the facts are moms can't get baby formula and everything they can get costs a lot more. That's right. Yeah, it sure does. And Congressman, I mean, the lies just keep coming for this, from this administration. It's not just the crack pipes and the baby formula, but thanks to some courageous whistleblowers, you have also caught Attorney General Merrick Garland in a lie. Tell us what you learned about the FBI targeting parents. Yeah, two, uh, a couple brave whistleblowers came forward, give it, give, have given us over two dozen cases where, in fact, the threat tag designation that was created with Merrick Garland's memo to go after moms and dads has been used on parents. And we cited specific examples in our letter. In one, one situation, talk about you know what, what's happening to moms out there. In one situation, a mom who's in the group Moms for Liberty and owns a firearm was targeted for those facts. I mean, I mean, think about it, a direct attack on your freedom to association in, in, that we enjoy under the First Amendment to be in this group, your Second Amendment rights, your First Amendment rights to free speech. And she is called, uh, uh, someone reports her on the snitch line that was set up in the Justice Department. And of course, the FBI goes out and does an investigation and finds out there's nothing there. But this is happening. And, in, you know, God bless the whistleblowers who came forward. But for them, we would not know what we suspected was going to happen back in October when he testified and we learned about this, but now we have proof. Obviously, uh, President Biden is asking for more money in terms of providing for COVID funding. They obviously, Congress has passed a bill also on Ukraine uh, about for $40 billion. Uh, what else will the Democrats try to push through uh, as they know and they see the end of their rule uh, come the big wave in November with Republican wins? Well, who, who knows what else they'll try. We do know that when you spend this kind of money, you're only exacerbating the 41-year high inflation rate that is you know, driving up the cost of goods uh, for, for every single American family. But uh, again, the attacks on families never seem to stop. If I could just go back to the school board issue, I, I, want, I think this is really important. The speed and intensity with which they put this program, this apparatus in place. Remember, it's September 29th of last year when the School Board Association writes a letter to the Biden administration saying use the counterterrorism measures in the Patriot Act to go after parents. Five days later, October 4th, the Attorney General of the United States issues a memorandum where they say set up this snitch line, this dedicated line of communication to report people who are showing up at school board meetings advocating for their children. And then 16 days after that, October 20th, the FBI sends out an email to agents around the country saying use this designation, this label, this threat tag, put that on parents who are reported on that snitch line. That all happened in 22 days. When have you ever seen the federal government move that fast? But when it comes to when it's about going after people's rights and liberties, oh, my goodness, look what the Justice Department did. Meanwhile, as we speak, there are protesters at the homes of Supreme Court justices protesting a pending decision, a decision they're deliberating on right now, a case they're working on, which is directly contrary to federal statute, federal law. That's how wrong this all is. And I think the American people see it for what it is. And as you guys point out, I think they're going to show up in a yeah. big way for this year's midterm elections. And I agree. Thank 
you, Jim Jordan, for showing how we have a White House that's in disarray. We have an administration that just doesn't know how to run a government. And all they know how to do is push a left-wing socialist agenda. You got Ivy Leaguers hired out of school with the with a belief and a religion that socialism will thrive in America. And they're doing everything they can to destroy the foundations that this country is made on. And speaking of foundations this country is made on, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. And talking about foundations, there's a book that's called Bedrock Truths. And that book can be found at www.docholiday.org. Holiday of Two Wells in it. We'd love to get that book out to you. If you want to order that book, just go there to www.docholiday.org and uh, we'll get the book out to you. Bedrock Truths, written by Dr. Ed Holiday, Dr. Alveda King, and Dr. Alex McFarland. Now, as we look at the second half of the show, I told you we got a clip from J.D. Vance. He is the nominee for the GOP to run as the uh, first United States Senate in the state of Ohio. Big election. J.D. Vance, newcomer to politics, a well-known author. And and the left-wingers loved him as an author, but when he started getting conservative politics and talking about running, they now hate his guts. Uh, And and he has uh, said that he'd like for Trump to come in and help campaign. Trump backed him. And uh, we're going to play that clip in just a minute. Before we do, I told you I'd talk a little bit about the Pennsylvania Senate race this week, going on this week. And uh, so the uh, it's coming down, really, to the, there's top three candidates. I believe McCormick uh, is one of the top three. But the two top ones are Dr. Oz of television fame. And people have been seeing him for years, has good name recognition. And then there's Kathy Barnett. And Kathy Barnett, she has been on our program in the past, and she's a, a African American there in Pennsylvania, Republican, longtime Republican, who is fighting hard. And President Trump has uh, endorsed Dr. Oz, but he says Kathy Barnett needs, you know, a little more explaining on a few things, but said it looks like she has a wonderful future in the Republican Party. So he's welco- welcoming her, and but he has put his uh, put his uh, scale of thumb thumb on the race for being for Dr. Oz. But it, with several GOP candidates running, there's more than just those three uh, that it will it will stretch out uh, the ballot, and we don't know who's going to come out. Number one. So we'll watch that race, get back with you on how it uh, comes out. And by all means, if you live in Pennsylvania, in a GOP, vote. Get out into the Republican primary and vote and energize that base, whoever you're for. But make sure, no matter who wins the GOP primary, everybody needs to get behind that person. Very, very important that uh, Pennsylvania keep the Senate uh, you know, that one senator, at least, is a Republican, uh, because the other senator is a Democrat. Now, uh, let's let's uh, get ready. I'm going to play this clip there for J.D. It's a clip from Newsmax on the Spicer & Company 
show there on Newsmax, and he interviewed J.D. Vance. So let's take a listen to part of this interview. What are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this mega crowd is really the most extreme political ex- organization that's existed in American history, in recent American history. Well, our next guest just won the Republican nomination for the Senate in Ohio with the endorsement of former President Trump and the support of MAGA voters. So how does he feel about the president support calling his voters extreme? Joining us now is J.D. Vance. J.D., congratulations. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Sean. You bet. So you heard President Biden there calling MAGA supporters the most extreme group in U.S. history. I think this is his deplorables moment. Uh, this is a president, by the way, who's embraced the radical left, their socialist agenda, groups like BLM that have called for defunding the police, et cetera, et cetera. So as you head into the general election, how do you plan to reach out to independents and Democrats upset with the radical ad- agenda that this administration has put forward? Well, I think you hammer the fact that Joe Biden has been a failure, and of course his his proved uh, proven stooge Tim Ryan in Ohio has voted for him 100 percent of the time, voted with him 100 percent of the time. Uh, at the end of the day, the reason that Biden is attacking MAGA voters or attacking conservatives writ large is because he can't talk about his own record. His own record is, of course, skyrocketing inflation, a border crisis that's flooding Ohio with a lot of illegal drugs and a lot of misery. So Joe Biden can't talk about that stuff. What he can talk about is demonizing half the country. He did that with the vaccine mandates, by the way. It's the constant theme of the Biden administration is when he's in trouble politically, he talks about his fellow citizens like they're sewer rats. I don't think the people of Ohio are going to fall for it. You know, J.D., you will now be facing off against Democratic Senate candidate Tim Ryan. In an interview yesterday, Ryan said there should be um, no limits in how late a woman can have an abortion in her pregnancy. I mean, how big of an issue do you think this is going to become in light of the Supreme Court's potential ruling? How big are you going to make this a part of your race? Well, I'm proud to be 100 percent pro-life, and we're going to make it a big part of our race, because as much as the media tries to put us on defensive, the Democrats are the real radicals on this issue. I mean, look, it's one thing to disagree with my pro-life position. It's another thing to to, to defend abortion up to 40 weeks. I mean, this is a level of barbarism that even very progressive nations in Europe, I mean, don't allow to happen in their countries. And certainly in Ohio, we don't want that to allow uh, that to happen here. So I I think we're going to hammer Tim Ryan on this and on a lot of other issues. What Tim Ryan will try to do is run as a moderate. And what we have to do is actually tell the truth about him and his record. I think if we do that, voters are going to reject him and reject him in a very big way. Well, J.D. Vance, I hope as a newcomer to politics, you're right that uh, the voters will reject in the majorities. But we always know there's some voters who they they don't look at the issues, don't even look at the candidates. Uh, they go by what they've been brainwashed for years to do. To, they've been brainwashed to to go and pull the lever for a Democrat no matter what because they believe that they they hate the Republicans more than they love America. And that's the same thing we said about Trump. So many people, the reason Biden's in the White House now, uh, and, and we, we won't talk about the election fraud that went on. We know some fraud went on. Was it enough to change the election? Well, may, maybe... Uh, but we need some people to actually look at that, and the government won't let anybody do it, and uh, the press won't, and the guardians of technology won't. But that said, we know that uh, Biden got enough votes 
in enough places where people just voted for him because they hated Trump more than they loved America. And that's, uh, that's why we're in such a, a bad position with inflation. Inflation is a tax. It's eating at everybody's income. Everybody's income, poor, middle class, rich, everybody. And it's hurting the poorest people the most. And yet the Democrats love stagflation because they, they're always for it. Jimmy Carter was. And now we got the second coming of Jimmy Carter, except for, like I said on this show before, Jimmy Carter will be able to smile knowing that he hasn't been the worst president in the United States because we got one sitting in the White House right now. Well, let, let me be quiet. Let, uh, let's finish this interview here with J.D. Vance off from Newsmax, a clip from them. Well, speaking as running as a moderate and rejecting things, he uh, Tim Ryan was awkwardly answering a question about whether or not he wanted President Biden to campaign for him. And he sort of was like, well, I'm going to run my own race and I don't expect Biden to come into Ohio much. So, one, do you think that Biden should come in and campaign for him in Ohio? And secondly, I'll ask the same question of President Trump to you. Do you want President Trump to campaign for you in Ohio? Well, certainly would love uh, for President Trump to come and campaign with us in Ohio. He's very popular, and I think especially in light of the Biden administration's disasters, uh, he's even more popular than he was a few years ago. Uh, the thing about Tim Ryan is, I mean, look, I'd love for Joe Biden to come and campaign with Tim Ryan. I'd love for Kamala Harris and AOC and all the other radicals to come and campaign for Tim Ryan because it highlights, again, how much that agenda has failed normal people in this country. Uh, I understand Tim Ryan doesn't does, maybe doesn't want it and maybe doesn't want to be reminded of his own record. But look, skyrocketing inflation, skyrocketing drug overdose deaths, an extraordinary economy in crisis. This is the, the, the record that Dems have to run on, even if they don't want to. So I want to talk to you about this because the super PAC that supported you has been a point of conversation because of the success that it gave your campaign. Although Politico Playbook this morning said the opposition research that was designed to help you also includes information that could be used against you by the Democrats. So how concerned are you about what they will do with this information they have access to? You know, not at all. I mean, we knew this, re this information was going to be out there. Uh, the Democrats are going to try to attack me for being successful. And I think most Americans, uh, they don't hate success. What they want is, is leaders to actually ensure them to have success, uh, them to have opportunities. Uh, so, so at the end of the day, I'm not that worried about it. We know the Democrats are going to spend a ton of resources trying to destroy me. I think you guys know as well as anyone, the left-wing media hates me. Uh, it's sort of an irrational thing with these guys. Uh, so I'm, I'm not at all surprised by it, and I'm not worried about it. At the end of the day, the race is about what can Tim Ryan do for Ohio, what can I do for Ohio, and that's a debate we're going to win in a big way. Well, J.D. Vance, I pray and hope you do. Good luck in Ohio. For our Ohio listeners, please get out now. The nominee has been uh, been voted for, and so get out and help J.D. Vance secure victory for the United States Senate seat there in the state of Ohio. Now, as we uh, close out this show, let me remind everybody, and we will start talking more about the po politics and get some candidates on the air, looking at ways that we can strengthen America, make America more free with more liberty. And the way to do that is what I've said, until the Democrats kick the socialists out of their party. I don't believe anyone, anywhere, in any state, should vote for another Democrat for anything.
until they kick the socialists out of the party. If they don't, stop voting for socialism because that's what you're doing. You're saying, oh, I'm voting for a Democrat. He's not a socialist. No, until they kick the socialists out of their party, the socialists are controlling so many things that Democrats do. And it's pushed them to extreme, extreme, extreme positions. It's time they get a message. They have to get rid of the socialism before anybody who vote for Democrats again. I know they got the ones that are brainwashed, the ones that are uh, worship like a religion, the, the Democratic platform, because that's what they've been taught. And that's what they, uh, that, that's what they eat and breathe. And there's some that won't ever uh, see the truth. But my charge to you as we finish up this show is to help enlighten people, bring light where there's darkness, bring truth where there's fraud, where there's deception. When people call, oh, it's just politics. No, bring the truth on. And if the truth hurts, it's going to hurt. And it's hurt, it should hurt some rhinos too. It should hurt some conservatives. But bring the truth out. Let's have the truth from the FBI and the CIA and our government. I remember the Frank Church hearings in, in the 70s and restructured all the CIA. Well, I think the FBI is at that point. I, you can't believe what they say when they're calling. Uh, we got the Department of Justice sending FBI out calling parents domestic terrorists. And again, that's part of the White House being in disarray, just, uh, just, just addicted to power like a drug. The White House, the people in the White House love power and love telling people what to do. You can see it by the vaccine mandates. They wanted people to be fired, and so many people were fired from their jobs because of the, mandate, the vaccine mandates. And you wonder where all these supply chain disruptions are. We'll take a look at that. That's where they all started, just about. Listen, you listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. Look forward. We are getting to the crunch season of the election year, midterm elections. We'll be bringing more on the subject next week. God bless you. See you then. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.